It's time once again for our broadcast, Good News and Better News, where we spend 22 minutes advancing the theory that life really does not suck. And now, here is our host, author, screenwriter, and podcastman, Jonathan Richard Kring. Christopher Columbus. Hernando Cortez. Henry Huston. Henry Hudson, Roscoe de Gama. You know, no, you know, <clears throat> I don't know if I could have just sat and stared at the ocean all blue without wondering what was out there far, 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 far beyond my sight. Lots of folks thought the world was flat, so there were artists who drew pictures of dragons and monsters at the end of that flat earth who were ready to consume those presumptuous explorers who were overly curious and got killed like cats. Still, despite the threats and despite the insistence on a flat earth. Don't you think you'd wonder? I wonder myself how dark did the dark ages have to be to rob the whole human race of the push and only provide the shove. Because I'm of a belief that if we're not pushing forward, we're shoving each other to make room in the tiny little space that we've provided. You see, I, th- I know that the Dark Ages were not stopped by nations, tribes, religion, or family units. They were, they were stopped by a handful of people just a handful of people who insisted that God had to be bigger than we thought, that, for instance, the human body should not be such a mystery to us, and that the world was certainly much, much bigger than we were being told. Ingrained ingrained in the human race is the need for discovery. When we quell that desire, when we hold it back, people turn, all of us turn into paranoid, self-centered sons of a bitches who fight over a piece of turf instead of going out to pursue greener pastures. Sometimes I'm just astounded how little of faith and love is actually in theology. <clears throat> so theology just seems to be numbers and locations and stories. I, I am also bewildered at the candidates we accept 
for the presidency and then insist to one another, well, it's what we got to deal with and that's enough. That's, that's going to be enough. That'll do it. They aren't enough. I need, for instance, to vote for people who are smarter than me. They've got to be smarter than me. Is that too much to ask? I want to elect a president who has more compassion, awareness, and flexibility than I do. Because I'm convinced that that's what's demanded for the job. I need to live in a world where discovery is considered intelligent instead of risky. Because I don't believe we'll ever achieve our goals with our present approach to research. It's too careful. It's too tied up in the government. And then, and then there's the greed factor. Greed often re refuses to accept the aching cry of need. What do you want to discover? Or maybe I should ask you, what is your discovery thus far? The natural order, Mother Nature... Science awards those who are looking for a way to make things better, even as they enjoy the goodness they have in front of them. It is ridiculous that we debate whether it's our job to, to take care of the climate of the earth, to try to make it more fruitful and healthier. The Bible itself gives us dominion. Human beings have dominion over the earth. Why are, why are we questioning whether or not humans are responsible, at least partially responsible, for climate change when we have been given the responsibility in the book of Genesis? But it requires that we not only be leaders but custodians. That means we got to clean up after ourselves. Where's the sense of discovery? Why, why, why aren't we looking for better ways to do good things to possibly, I don't know, one day discover the best? And when we do try to improve things, it's never addressing our portion, but rather sticking our nose into other people's business and demanding that they repair their situation to become more acceptable. I am in the mood to discover. And discovery, I think, has four wonderful parts to it. It obviously, discovery has to begin with me. It begins with myself. Why do I do what I do? Does what I do hurt anyone else? Is it anyone else's goddamn business? Why would God care? Doesn't God only care if I'm hurting myself and others? 
What can I discover about myself without being afraid? Am I going to break a commandment? Am I going to break a rule? Am I going to break ethics? Am I going to break a, a pact I have with my friends to stay normal? What have I learned about my heart, my emotions? Am I even in contact with them? <laughs> Here's a question. Can I actually share them? What about my soul? Does my soul exist or is it a myth of religion? How would I know unless I've experienced fellowship with my own spirit? How about the brain? Am I renewing it? Am I challenging it to become more flexible, more learned, more open to good possibilities? My body, what well here, what have I discovered there? How many, for instance, how many calories can I eat to maintain my weight? How about to lose weight? Who am I? Why am I? How am I? And where am I going? You see, once I discover myself, and only then, only then, do I have the privilege of discovering my community. That, that, that would be my family and the people I see at least once every 10 days. Those who inhabit my circle of influence. Am I making their lives richer, or am I burdening them with my fears and prejudices and, and my unwillingness to discover? I want to discover how the light brought into a dim environment can grow vegetation on our salvation. I'm tired of talking about salvation that isn't bearing fruit, that isn't making people more creative, more intelligent, more outgoing, more loving. Everything in life needs to grow vegetation. And that includes our personalities, that includes our choices, and that includes our salvation. We're supposed to be bearing fruit. Uh, am I finding ways to do that for myself? And then have I passed on any of that wisdom to my community without coming across as an asshole? Can I tell people about good things without trying to make them feel bad? And then I think what's my community might become inflamed and excited. Can we spark anything in this nation? Can enough communi communities which have discovered peace of mind and the secret to life, which is ask and it shall be given to you, seek and you shall find, knock and the door will be opened. People walk up to me and say, what if, well, sum it up, well, sum up life on earth. Ask and it shall be given to you, seek. And you will find, knock, and the door will be opened. That's life. 
can all of these small units that are in the midst of discovery affect our nation? What parts of our past can be touted for beauty and what portions require repentance? Well, we're really good about talking about the good shit, but when we start to talk about the bad shit, we uh, we go mum. We have got nothing to say. Are we afraid to admit our mistakes, or do we think mistakes just show weakness instead of being the doorway? to discover something cool. Is America ready to lead the world by first admitting how many times it hasn't? Are we ready to lead the world by turning to them and saying, oh, nobody's trying to tell you that we are, we are on, we've cornered the market on anything, you know, we've, we've failed. But maybe we can share with you what we've discovered and you can bring what you've discovered and maybe we'll have a time of worldwide discovery. Because once we challenge our nation and we discover the best of our system, we stop making excuses for gender prejudice. We stop making excuses for bias. We stop making excuses for bigotry. Perhaps then we can discover the whole world. Right now we are changing the world only at gunpoint for brief periods of time. Perhaps then we could climb into our boat and sail across the sea defying the dragons and monsters they say are waiting for us. For after all, there are no dragons and monsters, just more water, more lands, and more people. The earth is a place of discovery. Those who come to discover receive they find, they open doors. For the good news is the best way to come out of a dark spot in your life is to light yourself up with discovery. And the better news is once you are no longer afraid of discovery, you can keep on sailing until God shows you a new world. That's it for today. Stay tuned next week when we will gather once again and find ways to put the pin back in the grenade. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on social media and at goodnewsandbetternews.com.